Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. Quickly before we get to the phone lines, we had a message come from Dom about Hayden Wild. Hayden Wild winning over the weekend, the triathlon in Hamburg in Germany. Well done to Hayden. Some success for the Kiwis over there, mate, leading into the Commonwealth Games. Flying. What an absolute champion. He is Dom's favourite athlete. Appreciate that message, Dom. But uh, right now we're talking some All Blacks because Louis come on and he had his choices floor and pole. If you want to vote, head over to the app, the SCNZ app, Izzy and Kempe for breakfast and go to the choices floor and pole. What hurt the All Blacks the most on Saturday night? Discipline, execution, tactics, strategy, and selections. Some great options there, and we're going to head over to the Kennard High phone line, and we're going to hear from our listeners. They're passionate, as always. Chris from Christchurch. Morning. Matey, is it cold or what down here? Oh, she's freezing, mate. I'm looking outside. She's cold, mate. But, mate, hey, she'll be a little up, bit warmer mate. than the, the All Blacks uh, environment at the moment, mate. What's happening? Yeah, and what's got, me, what's got me so down is we've actually got an insight into the Irish DNA and that didn't even help. And Joe Smith, not many people are talking about that. I, I thought that's our ace up the sleeve and it's turned out to be a dud. And, and, I mean, he's the one that sort of got this team on the roll and knows a bit more about them than anything. And we're playing like we don't even know what's going on. And, and, and I'm just, just, just the basic of kicking. Every time you kick, you should land, land for the green. But we're kicking just, just for the hope of kicking. We're passing to a player that's in a worse position, so we're getting knocked back a yard or two. And we've just got to stop playing so much of the game inside our, you know, the 40. It's yeah. just... It's just crazy. We're not going to win. We're not going to win anything by doing that. And we don't seem to be changing. I don't know. That's pressure, Chris. That is pressure. And Ireland put them under pressure. And when you're under pressure, you you do things that you regret. You make unforced errors. So uh, I totally agree. Like Joe Smith, he was obviously very influential week one. Did he have much of an influence week two? That's the question. It's terrible if he didn't. You know, he should be. Mm. He should be with this against this side here. He should be the one we listen to and all the players listen to just for this, for this group right now for this test series. 
It should have been Joe Smith. We've got him. He's gold. If we if he's been sort of shut out because of egos, it's it's pretty sad, really. Yeah, no, I totally I totally agree, and I love where you're coming from, mate. Be like Chris. Give us a call. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Thank you very much for your call, Chris. Appreciate it. We got another Chris from Christchurch. You're not related, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you got a question on, on Rico? You got a question yeah, on Rico? Yeah, what do you got? Um, just one thing, we can, I've seen a break here, mate, and instead of him going and drawing in the last man to give it to Fire Nooker, he ended up trying to go him, him and outside oh. around him and get yep. tackled. What do you think? Do you still think he's centre? Because I don't see him. He doesn't look to pass. He looks to run. Like, he's a good runner, but he doesn't yep. look to hook up his guys. No, I, I know where you exactly came from because I've got a family chat and uh, my brother says, yeah, bro, just run your winger out of space, Rico, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, no. Look, an ideal situation, you want a, a centre to be a distributor and be able to have that passing game. That is Rico's probably uh, weakest part of his game. We know he's very good ball in hand. He's got speed to burn. He backs himself 100%. He never downplay that. But when there's an opportunity to set your outsides up, that is your number one priority. So for Rico, probably not impressed with that performance. And I've seen him when he ran that short ball outside, I think it was Bodie, and I think the opposition Irish guy got into him. And instead of worrying about the game, he actually gave a little bit of chat away. So the, the Irish were just getting under their skin, mate. Yeah. Is he back this week at Harvilli? Do you know? I think Harvilli will get an opportunity. Um, no, no disrespect to Quintu Pai, but I think Harvilli will make it. Um, there'd be question marks about uh, around where 10, if, if Bodie's going to hold that line or Richie Moonga. There's a lot of selections that will be made this weekend, mate. We really appreciate your call, Chris, coming through on the on the Kennard's Hire phone line, talking about Rico. Where does Rico play? Does he start this weekend? Is there any other changes? Let us know. Double eight, double three. We've got Tim from Christchurch. He wants to talk about the All Blacks as well. Morning, Tim. Good, thank you. What do you got for us, bud? Well, I mean, like, um, I'm a massive, massive rugby fan and I try and watch every game I can. And um, as soon as we got that red card the other night, I just got turned off because it's becoming a farce. You know, like, it, foul play is what should define a red, a red card. And there's, there's just no intent. Angus Tuttlevale did everything he could to, to kind of get out of the way at, at pace, you know, like, he did watch it in, in full speed, but only for one little second. And, you know, like, how is a 120kg man going to stop and move out of the way when a guy changes his angle like that, you know? Yeah, no, nah, it was a shamble call, mate. Honestly, I, I couldn't believe it. It was an accident, and we touched on it earlier. Intent and deliberate. That's where you got to start, the questions are. There's no common sense, and... Look, it's the rest. It's not all the rest's fault because they are getting told from World Rugby that player safety is at the forefront of their minds, and uh, anything that touches the head, it starts from red and comes back. So we can't fault them, but World Rugby, they, they need to take a look at themselves. Uh, we appreciate you coming through, Tim, mate. We'll keep those calls coming through because I'm going to have my uh, Izzy's bomb quad shortly, and hopefully I get um, some thoughts gone, and you all. Oh, Callers really want to rip in as well because I'm going to rip in. I'm going to rip in in a couple of minutes. Not too much, but I'm just going to have my Get say. Get in there, son. Go on. On what I saw on <laughs> the weekend. We'll be back shortly.
Good morning, Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SCNZ Monday, the 11th of July. It's great to have you a part of our show. I ended my bomb squad and I asked who is to blame. And there's a lot of, obviously, a lot of blame going on the coaches and um, people, you know, demanding questions and answers and, and things like that. And I think back to 2007 when Graham Henry. Wayne Smith, Steve Hansen, they lost the World Cup in 2007. They showed them the faith, the trust. And then they had a squad that was freakish back in 07. They got the, uh, the faith and the trust from the NZRU. Not all the public were happy, but they went on four years later to win the World Cup and go back to back. So, uh, yeah, that's some food for thought there. Some food for thought. And I've asked the questions, and there's a few messages coming through on double eight double three. Good morning. The game has become a series of forensic investigations with the side dish of rugby. That is from Kimberly. It sure has, Kimberly. Great message on 10 for Bedpost Text Machine. Another one here, Kempe. You want to read a couple of those, Kempe? Yeah, mate. These are, well, these are text machines been going crazy, isn't it, this morning. Um, here we go here. Sadly, we have players in the ABs either not performing or struggling with the game plan. If we have a plan, it's either not working, too complicated, or not got team buy-in. Time for a coaching clean-out. It should have happened after 2019. Imagine where this team would be. Man, this... <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's the other question, and you know mm. that's going to come, Izzy, all week, is around the coaching, around Razor. Like, I, I watched Razor this morning. He's over in Fiji, I think it is at the moment. It's a holiday. They got, they got him as he's walking out of the ground, talking about the game, and... <laughs> You know, people will be starting to say, mate, we, can, we need to sign him now. We need to bring him in. You know, I reckon that's that's going to come up this week. What do you think? Yeah, oh, 100%, mate. They're already coming up. Like, uh, the questions have been asked, and, and you know, Fozzie's operating. He's lost six games at the helm and operating at 69%. But, um, yeah, whether change will make the difference, maybe, maybe not. Look, it's, it's a question that needs to be asked, and... The, the phone lines are open, so 0800-150-811. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. We've got Will on the line. He wants to talk about the Loose 4 trio. Morning, Will. Morning, guys. How's it going? Very good, thank you. Thanks for calling in. What do you got for us, mate? Yeah, well, first off, I've got to give uh, credit to Ireland for the way they defended. Yeah, they uh, just hit everything that moved. It was very similar to 2018, where we just couldn't get any momentum. But I think where the All Blacks domestic really failed was picking three open side flankers. And I know the red card obviously didn't help that balance, but in the first 20 minutes, we were just getting smashed at the breakdown. And I just don't think that balance is uh, quite right for him. Do you, do you feel like, I know you, you must be out there on the highway, you've got a bit of a traffic in the background, mate, but talking to traffic, do you think the selection of Patrick Tuipalotu was... Uh, the right one um, going forward. Did you feel like he could have added a difference? Maybe started him at in lock and and put Scott Barrett, knowing how successful he was on the blind side. Yeah, I think in hindsight they would have started him, but obviously coming off one club game, yeah. they really weren't sure what was going to be in the tag. But I just think someone like a Luke Jacobson or a Cullen Grace in that loose yeah. portrait would have just had the balance balance a bit better. You know, like you've got Hardy Savier, who's a you know free spirit player, yep. then you, you kind of just need a, you know, a guy that can jump in the line out, a guy that can just hit rucks and add mm-hmm. a bit of size to that dynamic. Oh. Beautiful. Well, well, we appreciate you coming on, mate. There's some food for thought. It's a different dynamic for uh, 
for the All Blacks, Kempe. You got Cullen Grace. Cullen Grace, who's going to play tomorrow night for the Māori All Blacks. How influential he was he for the Crusader side, and particularly in that game in Hamilton for the Māori All Blacks, mate. Someone like him. You reckon the AB's looking at him? Well, you'd have to think so. You'd have to mm-hmm. think that they're going to change that forward pack around because they got smashed on the weekend. I'd, yeah. One of the things from the last caller, um, I, th- I actually thought that Fozzie and them would go back to their first starting team. I know that you had that COVID problem, and they yeah. did really well, the boys, in that first test, but he should have gone back to his strength, which was the team that he was going to originally pick when he had all the numbers back on deck. That was a, that was a strategy. So you don't, your strategy changed overnight in, the, in that seven days, didn't it? You probably had Havili who was starting at 12. You had Goodhue who was starting at 13. You had a different mix around the around the bench. And then all of a sudden, COVID hits. They go into an all-black team. Ireland, you know, they started really well. They got out to a jump, out to a start, and then they just made too many errors and they couldn't get home. It went totally the opposite against the same team the following week. And I thought one of the best changes that he would have made was go back to your original selections. Go back to the team that you've been working with right up until kickoff. And I think that's what's going to happen this week. I think Callum Grace, mate, I, I love what you just said. Like, put Scotty Barrett back on the side of the scrum. Like, he was close to their best player in that first test. Like, take it in different positions, eh, is, as you know. Playing in a, as a Lucy, playing as a lock, totally different positions. And, uh, you know, you're taking your strength away when you're adding, you know, like you said, you had two Pulutu who could have gone into lock and left Scotty Barrett on the on the side of the, side of the scrum because that worked. So it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see what they come up with this is their, um, their starting side this week. I think it's going to be really important. Yeah, oh, mate, honestly, the biggest loss that the All Blacks, I feel like they've, they're missing is Sam Watlock. And how influential is he on the park? And we just, mate, he's been around forever. Fionks is Samuel Watlock. And just his leadership in those key moments, he would have been so effective when they were under so much pressure. He would have, he would have been a real calming influence. We're going to get to Ed from Tolaga Bay. He wants to talk a bit about the All Blacks. Morning, Ed. Oh, morning, brother. Morning, morning, mate. You're up. You're up. What do you got for us? All blacks, mate. You got any any great? So when you're losing the game, start a fight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Keeper, you'll know that one. Oh, mate, it's 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 not. No, I'm just kidding, brother. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's it's not the players. Bro, team players. (laughs) back in Tolga Bay, country. That's what we used to do, but uh, I'm not playing for Tolga Bay anymore. (laughs) <laughs> no, can they come no, back Lucy's can... to iron out that first five because iron them out yeah who, who are you thinking who are you thinking and why who, who's going to be the first five? Oh, oh, it doesn't matter whoever's the Lucy that's the job iron that fellow out and any mm. of those runners that are coming in man be like Jerry or be like Kano smash them don't you do that that's all i got to say brother Beautiful, beautiful, Ed. He's just wanting a bit of a physicality, physical aspect coming to the game, which is totally right, mate. They got out-muscled, and look, they just looked a lot smaller than the Irish outfit, Kempe, mate. They're just a different shape, different bodies, eh? They were just getting out-muscled. Oh, even their heads. Like, you look at their mm. faces, they're scary, mate. They're scary kindergarten kids walking mm. past them, you know what I mean? They, everything about the Irish were just different. And I, I thought the contact, I thought in the first week, that the contact space, the collision space, was really brutal. And on the on on Saturday night, the Irish owned that, and that's you know, that's Test football. You know, like when we said they needed to adjust their defensive line for that Aaron Smith pass, when they went that to that wide runner, and they hit that they hit that defender, the Irish stopped them in their tracks. There was no bending of the line like there was in the first Test. 
So, you know, that's all about an attitude thing and a shift that the strategy happened over that week and it happened really quick. Um, that's what the good, a good coach does is he makes, that, he makes that change and gets on with it and gets his team to buy into it. And it's really interesting when we're speaking to Bernard, that's what he, he, he just texted me over Twitter and he said, I, I talked to a lot of the boys and they really like Andy Farrell. He's got them. And that's, I think that's a difference, mate. You know, like they're actually wanting to play for Andy Farrell. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, mate. Oh, honestly, I can I can get that from him just watching his his comments pre and post, mate. He's an absolute champion, um, coming through. So we'll keep those callers coming through on the Ken Artai phone line, Kempi, because everyone wants their say. Give us a call oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. There's heaps of messages too. We'll get to those shortly after John from Auckland. He wants to have his say on the ABs. What do you got, John? Morning. Yeah, morning, morning. Hey, um, morning. Just looking at that. That looking at that Irish attacking, um, you know, attacking line, you yep. see that there's about three or four defenders that come forward, and then yep. the ball goes out the back, and then it kind of discombobulates the defence. That's mm. what I'm seeing, and a lot of that has to come from um, Farrell's rugby league background. Yeah, you know, and and that quick recycle that Ireland are seeming to get. Um, you know, I don't want to. Sam Kane's a beautiful man, but. He's not getting any turnovers. I had I didn't see him get one turnover, and that's his job as a number seven. Um, yeah. And how how embarrassing was it when Omani just gave him a spray, mate? I know about mate. I was um watching that. being a yeah being a crap Richie McCall, and he did nothing. <laughs> like he's he's gonna have to stand up this weekend, Sam King. Yeah. How embarrassing yeah. will it be if yeah, the All Blacks win their series? Mm. That's a that's a really good point, you know. Like when you're facing up in in those games, as you know, like confrontational too. Like Andy Farrell's really confrontational, so he makes everything happen quick. He wants his defensive line to move quick. He wants his ruck to to be very aggressive, um, and like his, his start to the games very quick. You know what I mean? And what that is is basically he's saying to his boys, "I just want you to be really confrontational and enjoy the, those those moments. And if you get a chance." Like Amani did, and said, and say, you're, you're crap, Richard McCall. You make sure that that guy, he he knows what you mean, and that you mean it. And that's the that's when you're looking at this Irish team, John. That's the difference is that you you want to be on the green horse at the moment because the green horse is jumping out and, and getting too big a lead. Yeah. Imagine nah. if the Maori All Blacks win the series and the All Blacks Ooh. don't. Oh. There be a lot of questions that need to be asked, answered, mate. Um, we appreciate you coming through on jo uh, John, mate. Thank you so much for your call. But Kempi, you touched on it right then and there. See, Papali's one thing you know when you're in the when you're in the All Blacks, mate. You never feed the fire, you never stoke the fire, you never feed the beast. And Papali's comments pre that test saying he's going to come out and and be the enforcer and lay people out and and put them on their back, and then he doesn't. It backfires. Now, Peter Omahani, he's come out and done the same with Sammy Kane. He's stoked the beast. He's stoked the fire. I'm expecting a backlash. And John's just touched on it this week. He says, Sammy Kane's under a lot of pressure. We know that. He's under a lot of pressure. I'm expecting him to come out and put on an absolute performance. If not, absolutely snot someone, get some turnovers, and just put on a bit of a clinic. He has to because the loose forward uh, trio of Ireland have stoked the fire. I seen a little bit of frustration. Bash. I saw a little bit of frustration too, eh, as in, in Sammy mm. Kane. You know, like he was everything wasn't going his way. He's always going up to the referee. There's people going sent off, and 
and I could see that little shift in him getting. Stuck. I was watching him go into a couple of rucks, and I was thinking, mate, you need that without getting frustrated. That's the type mm. of player you need to become. Like harness that energy and just deliver it. Like Richie Richie McCall. You know the thing about Richie McCall, mate. He never said anything. Nah. Nothing. He just said, he just ran out, and the whole of the world and the country, the country was like, anything. "That's our captain, yeah, man. Let's let's everyone's going to ride your back." And he used to just go and deliver, mate. And that's what that's what needs to happen, mate. Honestly, that guy is just a freak, absolute freak of a beast. And some of the things he did, you're just like, "Wow, that is why you are Richie McCall." Couple of messages on the temper bed post text machine, Kempi. Can I ask Izzy and Kempi what is it like to play a test? When you feel under pressure for form or your team is or your team is down in the series compared to normal as a follow-up how much say if any do players have into game plans thanks guys that is from paul kempi your your answer to that one well yeah well we never had really first class coaches so as players our senior players had a massive say in our in our game plan um but I, I, you know, I tell you what happens is when you're in a test match, is that it changes if you are chasing. Your whole mindset changes. When you're on top, you've got this winning attitude. You know nothing's going to go wrong. But when you see, we played against a king, a kangaroo side that was the greatest ever, mm. and we were always chasing. Your mindset's like, man, if we can just get to this this part of the game where a chance where the kangaroos had, well, we're going to get to this, this part of the game. You're going to chase us all day. And I think that's the difference at the moment. The shift, the mindset in the world, rugby, around the All Blacks aura is disappearing. Like, it, it's, mm. it's still there, is it? Your days, the day, you know, the early 2000s, the, that aura. But what's happening over the last couple of years is, like, like, as, like I said to Bernard, that respect that you had for the All Blacks Knowing that we might get a win today, it's gone. Like they know if they show up and they play right. And he was talking about some some tactical stuff. Then they got to certain parts of the field which you'd never get to. It's gone and it's disappearing. And that for me is the real scary part because yeah. then we just become a team like Aussie, mate. What what happens if we go on a run like Aussie? I haven't seen the Bledisloe for four hundred years. Wow! Imagine <laughs> that in this country. Right, <laughs> that'll be hurt. But then, then after a while, you know, uh, will it be okay? Will it be? Would be mediocrity be accepted? You know, like it's it's crazy. I can't even believe we're having these conversations. But hey, it's sport, and and there's been a lot of the messages coming through and just saying, look, Ireland were the better side, and you have to say that you have to applaud the better side. And and I totally agreed. Ireland were the better side. They come here, they prepared well, and they had a game plan that put us under a, a lot of pressure. So for me, uh, when you feel under pressure from your team, you know, answering that question from Paul. You do feel the pressure, and when you feel the pressure, you can tend to go into your shell, and you probably lose uh, your instinctual part of your game because you're afraid of making mistakes because you're already under pressure, so you lose a New Zealander, a, a Kiwi rugby player's what, what's his greatest attribute is playing free-willing rugby and just following his instincts. So you, you probably get a bit of sense of that. You get a bit of sense of that when, when the pressure was on them, they probably went away and, and got taken away from their game. And do players have a lot of say in, in the game? Yes, they do. They, they are the drivers. They are the ones playing the game. They are the ones that have to, um, you know, apply the game to, to actions. And, yeah, so they have a big influence on the game plan and, and what it's all about. So appreciate those messages coming through. we got Mark from Sydney. He wants to have his little say on the All Blacks. Ken Pete, we'll get Mark on. Morning, Mark. 
Morning, Morena boys. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you doing, Bob? What do you got Good. for us? Well, it's bloody cold here in Sydney, that's for sure. I mean, I'm born and raised here, but I used to live in New Zealand for 15 years. My mum was from Murchison. It was just as cold as New Zealand, if not colder right now. Crazy. Oh, boy. Like my, like my dad always said, they freeze the nuts off a brass monkey, this type of weather. <laughs> but anyway, I, I would like to uh, sort of build on what Louis said. I think the tactics and strategy was a big letdown for the All Blacks, but I think, to me at least, one of the biggest things that let them down was their execution. I mean, it's like they let penalties go that shouldn't have happened. They missed uh, passes that they shouldn't never have missed on their best day. And if it wasn't for the Barracks, I think uh, New Zealand would have got beat a whole lot more worse. And I just think there needs to... Um, the All Blacks are in a better place than the Warriors right now, in that they have the ability and they have the experience with regard to both the administration, the coaches and the players to see where they're going wrong and put it right in a hurry. The problem with the Warriors is they've dragged out their problems too, light, too long with regard to having the wrong people in administration, the wrong people coaching and the wrong people on the field. And that's taken years, literally for them to realise that and put it right. So I think the All Blacks very quickly need to do a big house cleaning with regard to examining where they're going wrong and putting it right, and they've got the ability to do it more quickly than the Warriors. Beautiful, beautiful, Marky. Appreciate you coming on, mate. Pretty spot on. A little clean-out, you reckons? Clean-out what? They've got five days. They've got five days to get it right. If not, yeah, well, the axes will be welded. I'll tell you that, mate. Appreciate your call on 0800 Everyone's call's coming through. The, the phone line's running hot, gamers? And, and where's the gamers? And where's the game? Wellington. Wellington, Kempe. <laughs> you know what? I said I'd eat my hat if I hear those a series about two months ago. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit nervous now. A little bit nervous. Oh, anyway. Double eight, double three, a couple of messages here. We're going to shoot off and we'll come back and read a couple of those. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thank you so much for all the calls coming through. Keep them coming. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Oh, just having a wee giggle here. Just having a wee giggle. Uh, got a message coming through. Don't mention ABs and Warriors in the same sentence. We lost one game, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's referring to Mark. Leave your name. Leave your name. That was, a, What's that? That yeah. was from Mark Robinson, mate. <laughs> yeah. It's from Mark Which Robinson. one? Which one, though? Which one? Uh, I was sitting to agree with that message there because I was looking at Mark come through. He's talking about the Warriors and then I was like, mate, don't, 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 don't. Because last week I was. Uh, a copy of a bit of heat, eh? Because we were talking the Warriors all week. But that's all right. Today, the, the All Blacks lost. The All Blacks lost, and uh, we need to talk about it. There's a few messages coming through. Morning, boys. Whilst Ireland were a lot better, the ABs were pretty bloody average. We seem to lack a really strong leader, and that starts at the top. But we will bounce back. That is from John. Appreciate your message. Hi, guys. Nothing against the hucker, but maybe ABs are slow starters using up all their energy doing the hucker. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah, look, oh, maybe after the hucker, gone are the days of going back to a huddle and, and being inactive, maybe just, you know, I just looked at Ireland and when, what they did. Look, after a loss, you're always going to look for answers and you're always going to look at all the smallest things and you're going to critique it and question it. Um, but, yeah, look, that's, the hucker hasn't been a, a problem for many, many years, Kempi, so I, I don't think that's, nah. that's, a, that's a problem. No, nah, not at all. 
I think I think what you've got to do is, you know, look, like tactically, you've got to let the team know. You've got to be up to their level right from the kickoff, and you just get yourself yeah. ready. You know yourself when you come up against teams like that that try and blow you off the field in the first yeah. 20 minutes. If you don't match them for intensity, you're going mm-hmm. to cop it. So that's you know that's a that's an individual. You've got to get to to one hundred and five seconds. You cannot wait yeah. five minutes. You've got to get there right from the start. Totally agree. Totally agree. It's that indif- individual uh, responsibility. You've got to get yourself where it all begins, and that's off the kickoff, mate. If you're caught off guard, which Ireland caught the All Blacks off guard, then you know what happens. Seven nil down, two weeks in a row, and you can't do that against top nations. Brett from Huntley, he's always got something. Uh, to say on sport, he's particularly cricket, but he loves his rugby as well, mate. Morning, Brett. Hey, brother. Um, he hasn't, Ian Foster hasn't lost the training room. I think it's unfair for us as fans to say, you know, throw out comments like that because we're not in that inner sanctum, bro. But yep. far out, he's lost the country. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yep. And oh, us as supporters. Um, if an AB had done what Omani had done, can you imagine the world media getting stuck into mm. us? Yeah. Hey, what you're throwing out, oh, the ABs are arrogant and stuff like that. Because, well, bro, I haven't played at, at your level, but I, I liken being in, in the All Blacks to being the shield mm. holder because everyone is going to come for you, bro. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, for sure. So, oh, that's, that, that was our mentality week in, week out. When you represent the All Blacks, you know for a fact, doesn't matter if you're playing uh, Georgia, they're going to come for you and they're going to try and put you off your game. I think, and as, as fans like this, a lot, of, a lot of fans have not seen improvement in attack mm. since the Lions series, yep. when that rush defence turned up on our shores and then we still haven't found a, a way to consistently... Make other teams go, oh, we can't do that against these guys anymore. Mm. Nah, you're pretty on the money there, Brett, mate. Appreciate it. Uh, look, he's dead right. Uh, we've wave any, he, and he's, he's right about the Foster situation too, because as a head coach, like, in all honesty, if I'm going to be completely honest, Razor would, wouldn't be a, a great assistant coach. I can tell you that right now and right, mm. right here to you, Kempi, because an assistant coach is more hands on. So with Foster, he's been an assistant. And look, honestly, he was great as an assistant. I love what he's about. He's a head coach now. As a head coach, you've got to be in a helicopter view. Your assistants are the ones running attack, lineouts, and, and scrums, and all the game plan style of thing. But you never really hear them getting thrown out and names calling to get rid of them. Obviously, Foster picks the assistants, but the pressure has to go on the assistants and their uh, style and the way that they're running the game. So... Mm. Look, we're going to shoot off, Kempi. We'll come back. We're going to shoot off in here from Aroha with the news. We'll come back and we'll rip into a few more messages and we'll get your answer from Brett and what he had to say on the Kenatai phone line. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.